the letter to the, to the Hebrews says God is a consuming fire at the end of the reading yesterday the end of chapter 12 of the letter to the Hebrews today the author at this point after speaking of the greatness of our religion like the holy mountain of God the supreme greatness of Jesus Christ and his place in heaven and on earth and of all that surrounds him, he admonishes, he warns the hearers not to reject the great gift of God, the Lord of all, Christ himself, for he will give each man in the end what each deserves. He will shake the heavens and the earth to separate the good from the evil those who are part of his kingdom cannot be shaken. Those who follow him, who found their life on the life and the teaching of Christ and, and who try to assist others in that. Herod's conscience is bothering him, apparently. He hears of Jesus and he thinks of John the Baptist whom he had cruelly killed for human respect because of his adultery. John had given him a great gift of mercy, the, the spiritual work of mercy of reprimanding the sinner. It is not right for you to have your brother's wife. John the Baptist boldly proclaimed Christ to the king knowing that it would be very dangerous, and ended in prison. And because of the dance of the daughter of the adulteress Herodias, John was beheaded. Therefore, the letter to the Hebrews says, since we receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken, we have grace through which we may offer pleasing service to God with fear and reverence. That's how John the Baptist served Jesus Christ, the truth of Christ. The truth of Christ includes chastity. For our God is a consuming fire, is what the, the letter to the Hebrews says in conclusion. He is not mean but mighty. He is not angry with those who love him, those who are real. He is serious and immovable and glorious, and he will come through for those who are true to him. So be holy, be like him in goodness, in hospitality, in marital chastity. The terms used here in Hebrews, it, it, the translation we have here says, the immoral and the adulterous. God will judge. So keep the marriage bed undefiled. The word in the official Vulgate translation of that is the fornicators. God will judge the fornicators and the adulterers. That same term was used a few days ago. And again, the translation was the immoral. Immoral is, is too general. Fornicator is, is the, the general term for every manner of sexual immorality, which, which needs to be translated clearer, especially in our age in which 
those sins are sort of whitewashed by the world. They're deemed not to really be sins. Divorce now is is commonplace. Nobody thinks it a big deal. Young people live together, and nobody even, even in the families, nobody will dare say anything against it. Even supposedly good Catholics keep quiet in the face of this great evil which God will judge. And the fruit of that evil is the abortion. There are many people who speak clearly about abortion and do not speak clearly about the the source of that murder. A great example also we have today, in addition to St. John the Baptist's head being a witness to the chastity of merit, to to holy chastity, we have St. Agatha, whose breasts were severed because of the lust of her attackers, and she stood firm in her chastity, in her chaste virginity. The letter of the Hebrews calls us to be worthy of God, like these holy people, that, these holy saints who are our heroes, St. John the Baptist, St. Agatha, to give testimony to a corrupt world with the holiness of our lives and with our words. We must be worthy of God and on the right side in the end. God will make all things shine in the end. Thanks be to God. Come, Lord Jesus. Bring it on.